everyone and welcome to Sunday Vibes at NST Podcast, the show brought to you by the team behind Sunday Vibes, the New Straits Times Lifestyle Sunday Publication. My name is Intan Maizura and I am the football-loving, coffee-drinking editor of Sunday Vibes. And in case anyone's remotely interested, my team is Tottenham Hotspur and I'm a proud Libran. Hi, I'm Eleanor Koshi. I'm the senior writer of Sunday Vibes. I love food, I love coffee, I love birdwatching, not necessarily in that order. But hey, welcome to our podcast. Yes, and the Sunday Vibes at NSD podcast is essentially an extension of our print product. An informal Borat club, if you like, where Elena and I will be sharing our thoughts, views and stories on a range of topics that we hope will resonate with Malaysians from all walks of life. So why not you just sit back, relax and enjoy the vibe. Hi everyone and welcome to Sunday Vibes at NST Podcast, the show that offers down-to-earth, honest conversations that's part heartwarming, often funny and always interesting. My name is Intan Maizura and as always, I'm joined by my fellow host, writer Elena Koshi. Hi Intan, how are you today? I'm good, I'm good and how are you? I'm good and I'm so excited to be here and you know to be talking about such an interesting subject we have today, don't we? Yeah, and we've got a really special show actually. It's in conjunction with Malaysia's Merdeka Day or Independence Day and uh, our topic being Malaysian. But before, before we go on with the show, allow me to introduce our special guest, actually a long-time friend of mine. Her name is Karen Ho, a former broadcast journalist and currently, if I'm not mistaken, a media communication specialist and a contributing writer with Sunday Vibes. Hi Karen, thank you for joining us and uh, welcome. Hi, hi ladies. Thank you so much for having me. It's a real pleasure to actually um, be joining your podcast, which is growing by leaps and bounds. So thank you very much for having me as a guest today. No problem. And uh, what a muhiba gathering we have today, don't you think? I know. I know you can't see us, but yes, we're very muhiba, right? Yes, that's <laughs> right. So let's get the party started then. So Elle, the topic being Malaysian. So I guess the next thing I need to ask you is, what's the most Malaysian thing about you? I think the question should be, what's the most um, un-Malaysian thing about me, which is nothing. Um, But (laughs) Malaysian, oh, I'm very much, very much Malaysian. You know, first thing, I can't get rid of the la. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Every time I speak, there's always a la attached to the end of my sentence, la. Yeah. And also, I mean, you know, I think all of us share this. We love food. I mean, who doesn't mm. love oh, food? Right. Absolutely. Yeah. It's a totally Malaysian thing. What do you think, Karen? Karen, what about you? Yeah, uh, actually, that's one of the things I was thinking of too. That probably makes me the most, that's the most Malaysian thing about me. Because I think anyone who meets me for the first time may not think I'm Malaysian because I'm probably not the typical Malaysian. The way I dress, the way I speak, the, I mean, everything. I do not come across as a typical Malaysian, but when it comes to food, I am so Malaysian. Because, I mean, I can eat anytime, anywhere. I will do road trips just for good food. Oh, yes. That's what I was going to say. That's a very Malaysian thing, right? We'll just go the length and breadth of the country just to get Mm -hmm. to that salai in in Kuala Pila. Exactly. Or laksa somewhere. Laksa in Berlis. So, yeah. So, Mm -hmm. I think that's a common trait that Mm -hmm. we all share, right? Mm -hmm. For me personally, I think, I mean, this this was quite a challenging uh, question for me, to be honest. Uh, I was trying to think, what the hell is the most Malaysian thing about me? So, after length ponderings I think I eventually realised probably it's my love for durian oh yes I, I can never say no to durian and do you know it's durian season at the moment how tortuous it is to resist I just had durians 
So oh. that's what the smell was in the studio. Ah, that's right. Oh, okay. <laughs> and I've got another one since I did say that I, you know, I did contemplate this question for a very long time. The other one is probably my propensity for letting things slide. I think that's uh, you know, that tidak apa, never mind lah, you know, that that uh, very synonymous with Malaysians, I think. I think we we are the kind of people that um, don't want to offend others You know We are kind of uh, We have this Asian Politeness about us You know We are not confrontational In that way You know We'd rather keep quiet uh, But I think also We are also Keyboard warriors Oh <laughs> I think we let loose You know uh, Behind that Anonymity You know yeah. But aside from that I think we kind of Let it slide I think you're right Yeah I agree that, with that you upper, I mean it can be a good thing It can be a bad thing But generally I think It makes us very chilled People don't you think? Well, this leads me to the other point I was going to mention about one more thing that I think makes me very Malaysian, which is the way I drive. Oh, oh. oh. <laughs> yeah. I can cut across four lanes in heavy traffic and I'm not shy to use my horn if I have to. If somebody cuts me, ooh. Oh, you're one of those people yeah. I absolutely detest when I'm on the hey, road then. Hey, but then again, <laughs> but, but you know, I have, uh, I do respect other drivers. You know, I Very. use my signal properly. You know, I, I try not to go, you know, forward at the yellow light or, Oh no, hang on. No, I do, I do, I do sometimes. Oh, let's yeah. not lie there, shall we? Yeah, I do. Right. I do sometimes run the red light. But I mean, this is the Malaysian thing, right? So that's something that's very Malaysian. I think me. I think Malaysians are masters of creating their own rules. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, think I think so. we're champion jaywalkers, don't you think? Yeah, oh, we, we create our own rules. We can cross the road anywhere. Yes, <laughs> yes. and you survive know? and survive it right. exactly. Right, yes. we own the road. It's our father's road. Right. Yes, anywhere in the country, anywhere in the world, except Vietnam, because that's very scary. By the way, crossing a road in Vietnam with all those hundreds of bikes—that's the only place where a KL person is very scared. Okay, to cross. I think that's where we should head to to sort of you know <laughs> hone our skills. That you know, yes. exactly right. Okay, my next question then is: What should you never say to a Malaysian? L. Ah, you look, yes. You look really excited to answer this. Oh, yes, one. this this kind of rounds me up, and you know. <laughs> You know, Malaysians, we like to complain about, you know, um, the, the state of the country, the politics, you know, everything else. But, you know, if a foreigner were to talk to me about Malaysian, it's just like, you know, those your mama jokes. <laughs> it's only fun, funny when it's your mama, but when it's my mama, yeah, yeah, yeah. the claws come out. You know, yeah, it's yes. like, you know, dude, you're not living here you you, yeah. you have would no you right know? to say mm. what would you know you know it's okay for me to complain because yeah. i live here you know That's right. so yeah so that really gets my good and i think that was um one of the deal breakers for a potential uh, relationship when that happened <gasps> and it, you know like you know i think i don't know who said it but another one bit the dust because can, of that uh, yep. wow. can you share a bit more like what kind of a complaint yeah what, you know, what did the person made? say no, I mean, he, he was here, um, you know, he was living here for a while. Uh, he just came down, he was here barely a month and he was complaining about everything, about how the country was run, how the government offices work, you know, literally everything. Mm. And I mean, I for a while, I just, uh, you know, let it slide because mm. I'm Malaysian, you know, mm. you let it slide. Mm. Until you start talking about, you know, politics and, you know, uh, what's, what's wrong with the country. And I'm like, hey, okay. That's that's uh, your mama joke, but it's directed to my mama. <laughs> so yes, that's when the claws came out, and you know, yeah. So it bit mm. the dust. What about you, Karen? Oh, for me, it's don't ever say 
that Singaporean food is better than <laughs> Malaysian food. Oh no my god, I agree. Don't ever say the chakritao is better. Don't ever yeah. say the rojak is better or the yisang yeah. is better. Oh my goodness. Do you remember all that hoo ha that that you know that was abound when Singapore claimed that you know the hawker yes. culture was theirs? Oh my god, can you believe that? No. See, I'm I'm feeling riled already. <laughs> I can feel the the you know the temper rising up to my head. It's so another like, yeah. your mama joke directed yeah. to my mama. But it's true. I mean, how can yeah, I'm sorry like, If there are any Singaporean listeners Listening You know We have great food But sorry Malaysian food is still far better Yeah and don't say know? Nasi lemak is yours When it's obviously ours Don't <laughs> it's say ours Bate food. is yours it's When food. it's obviously ours Don't right? say Yisang was invented in Singapore It was invented in Negeri Sembilan And okay. never ever <laughs> say That Dato' Lee Chong Wei Is not a legend Okay He's oh, a legend He Ooh. is a legend right. Yeah okay. And he's ours <laughs> <laughs> Don't make me say Another your mama joke To you Singaporeans <laughs> <laughs> No but we love Singaporeans We, we love do. them we, we love them. Yeah, yes, all right. Okay, Absolutely. moving on. Now, now that we're so riled, um, <laughs> as Malaysians, what are you most proud of about being Malaysian? In time, why don't you, do you want to go first for a change? You know? Oh, Yeah, me? you go first. Oh, okay. Um, well, there's not a lot of things that uh, I'm proud of at the moment, but uh, we're not going to go into that mm-hmm. because that's not the question, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, sporting success. Okay, I, I can't remember when the last one was, but I have to tell you that every time we reach the podium you know and that would be I would say once again Dato' Lee Chong Wei you know with badminton <laughs> um, I would feel incredibly proud and uh, actually as a backstory I was living in the UK and I remember that every time the Thomas Cup came around and uh, Lee Chong Wei you know was either whatever made it to the podium and I could hear the Nagara coup being played mm. you know that the lump in the throat the <gasps> sense of pride you know and and the thing is, I don't associate myself with Malaysia in the way that, you know, natural raised born Malaysians are. Mm-hmm. But I can tell you the sense of pride is probably, you know, it, it, it's, it's up there, mm-hmm. you know, with every Malaysian. Mm-hmm. So sporting success is something that I'm very proud of. Mm-hmm. And the fact that Malaysians have this giving spirit. Mm-hmm. I think we're a compassionate people. And, you know, despite all the the angst and all that that some of us do display from time to time, I think generally we are nice, compassionate people. And the other thing I'm incredibly proud of is the fact that our shopping malls close late. You go to oh, anywhere yes. in Europe and you tell me which I shops know. are open beyond 8, 6 o'clock. 8 p.m. on a Wednesday if you're lucky, right? Overseas, right. yeah. yeah. Mm. So, I mean, Absolutely. that's something to be proud of, no? And we have 24-hour, you know, food available too. Before the MCO. Yes, before MCO, yeah. yeah. Oh, mm. those Kadaima marks. <laughs> I miss you. <laughs> so, El, what about you? What, what are you very proud of and grateful for as a Malaysian? I think like Intan, um, you know, I have to, you know, give a shout out to Malaysians you know we have been the kindest people during the pandemic you know yes, um, yeah. especially during this whole um, white flag bandera putih moment movement and you know get people all together to you know to give towards the unfortunate or those who are needing a hand and i think that's something that's very very malaysian about us i love that and also i mean sports come on yeah. you know i remember growing up watching thomas cup and you know for all our differences you know mm-hmm. we will all be at the tv yeah, and we will all be cheering. And I, I don't know. At that one point, when you know Lee Chong Wei was uh, going against Ling Dan, we all hated Ling Dan. Yeah, he was good looking. Well, no, he was good looking. No, no, he was no, handsome. No, no, no. We had this. You know, how dare you? You know, lose. But we love you. Take off your shirt again. <laughs> Take off your shirt, but we hate you. You know, 
But yeah, so sporting success, sporting, uh, sporting, displays. and you know the fact that we we can get together regardless of you know our different cultures, of you know skin color. We 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 have that in common, you know, yeah. and that's something that's you know. Yeah, that's one of the things that uh, I'm very proud of as well, that we have Mm. a nation that is so culturally diverse. That's one thing. I can't imagine living in a country where you just have just a single race. It just so, to me, is kind of blah. So it makes our our culture and our lives so much more colourful when we've got different races, different cultures, different languages, different foods. And on top of that, our natural heritage. I mean, you know, we've got everything from the mountains to, to lakes, to islands, you know, to forest. I mean, it's just stunning. We are so fortunate to have all that. I'm very proud that we have beautiful landscapes, you know. Absolutely. Mm, yeah, so that's one thing. But there's one thing, you know, I, I've learned. You know, we can order food using three languages. It's like, bang, order roti canai, please. You know, and every language is covered there. Uh, tapau, tapau. <laughs> you know, so it's 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 amazing that that you know you know we can it's like we can slide and slip in mm, and yeah. use the language and it's mm-hmm. all it's Manglish. I yeah. love Manglish. Roger, Roger. Yeah. You know. Mm. Oh, yes. I've, I've got something else that I really love about you know Malaysians, or I'm really proud. Mm-hmm. The fact that everyone's family. Think about it. Everybody's either in abang. Mm. You know, Correct. uncle, auntie. Yes. They don't even have to be remotely related. Yeah. Think I about know. that, right? Isn't yes. that wonderful? Yes, yes. Where nothing. else do you can you go to and and get this kind of big family tree? So true, right? So Absolutely. true. Yeah, yeah. That's, nice. I love it. It was a kaka as well, or you know, yeah, yeah it's very nice. I mean, uh, yeah. barring the fact that I'm now a kaka instead of a ade, but you know, yeah, yeah, I get your drift. I, know, right? I get your drift. Yeah. I'm an auntie, so sad. That's so it's sad. okay. It's okay. <laughs> I don't mind. I'm embracing my auntiness, but I have one more. To add to that, um, just to that topic as well, something that maybe you hadn't thought of, but it does, you know, make me feel proud that we have Malaysians have the twelfth most powerful passport in the world. Did you know, we that? do. Yes, we do. we do. Oh, okay. I mean, twelve doesn't sound like much, but considering there no, are the so many countries, yeah, in the top fifteen, which means that you know, because for someone like me who loves to travel so much, it's something that I I'm really, really am very grateful for in terms of basically when we, when I say that we have the most powerful passport what it means is that you can travel visa free to to most countries right. in the world or visa on arrival so you don't have to go through the whole process of going to the embassy and applying it for right. you know for a visa so that to me for anyone who loves to travel uh, i think malaysians are should be very grateful for that kind of passport power as well so guys mm. the message is be very careful with your passport yes. make sure you don't lose your passport mm-hmm. because it's a damn powerful passport to own right mm-hmm. Right. I mean, like you, you were talking about natural heritage. I think we are in the top twenty as well. Are we? Yes, we are. Right. That's, That's interesting. Awesome. Mm. That's very interesting. Okay, now that we're so in love with our country, <laughs> I guess the next not so obvious question is: What makes you hate to be Malaysian sometimes? I mean, surely you're not totally enamored, right? I mean, let's oh, let's be so objective hard. here. So, Karen, how about I shoot you this question? Well, I think. Currently, under current conditions, I'm sure we all have a long list. Let's not get into the political issues right now. So leave that as, uh, that aside. Um, one of the things that does one of my biggest gripes is um, when a public figure says or does something embarrassing or scandalous. I don't know where to hide my head. It is so embarrassing that I just don't want anyone to know I'm Malaysian. You know, when you have a Malaysian person. Um, to say something, hide it, and it makes the headlines of the BBC or something. It's like, oh my gosh, you know, foreigners know how our embarrassing, you know, dirty laundry. I just don't want to be Malaysian at that point, you know. 
That's a good point. Yeah. yeah, I get really embarrassed by that. What about you, Al? I have got a lot of oh, complaints. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. But, but this, hear me out. Hear me out. This is a Madika episode. I know. But hear me out. I am not. I mean, I, there's never been a time where I I don't want to be Malaysian. Right. I have complaints. I mean, no doubt we all do. I mean, you know, some just, more than others. Yes, yeah, some more than others. But um. I mean, yes, there are embarrassing things and, you know, scandalous things and, you know, the list goes on. But um, I've not um, come to the point where I wish I wasn't Malaysian because I'm rather proud of being Malaysian. I think I'm I'm quite patriotic. I'm not sure whether there's such a thing, but it gives me that, you know, like I'm Malaysian. Yes. Yeah. Right. It, I think it sounds... Hear me raw. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like the tiger, the disappearing tiger, right? All right. What All right. about you, Intan? You haven't said yet. Ah, okay, I've got two. I don't have a whole list, mm. but the main ones I think would have to do something to do with our toilets. Oh. oh, I don't understand why there needs to be flooding in our toilets every time there's a hose in the toilet. And secondly, do you really need to step on the seat? You know, I, I mean, do you do that at home? Do you, Elle? Not at all, man. Right. So why do you have to do it? I know that there's an aversion to germs on the toilet seat, but I think now that we have nice, shiny, modern malls and buildings with better equipped toilets, I've noticed less footprint marks on the seats. And I think the fact that they've got rid of those water holes... That right, has you got the bidet instead, yes, right? Yeah. yeah, so there's no Thank flooding God. issues anymore. Yeah, that's a whole other topic yeah, for a podcast. That, that, I think right? toilets are a great topic. <laughs> well, we're gonna not get there, but we'll the, flush that down first. Yes, we'll okay? flush that down. What about endearing or interesting Malaysian quirks? Anyone has anything on their list? Oh yes, yes. Right, Karen. So you go. So first. I, I had um, this was took me some time to think about because a lot of the quirks can irritate me, like the driving, for example, oh, and stuff. Yeah. But the one thing that I think is maybe endearing and quirky is the the Malaysian usage of the propensity to use one or two words to express a range of emotions. For you example, know, for right. example, so how's the food? Okay lah. <laughs> you know how's your day? Okay lah. How are you? Uh, okay lah. And we're so, not very descriptive you know, people then. Not very descriptive. You could just say, don't know. Okay lah. Or, so how? You know, you know. I think we've all been there where we've heard one or two words and somehow, somehow magically, Malaysians, we understand what yeah. it means. When you say, okay lah, I get you. I do understand what you mean. My favourite one at the moment mm. is, serious lah. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm sure L gets me. <laughs> yes. And then there's one that says, you know, like, um, how things boleh lah. <laughs> You know, yeah. and I'm like, I, I get you. I get you. Do, do you want a coffee? You know, <laughs> how's the coffee? Okay la, okay yeah, la, you know? la. Yeah. Oh. Something that's uh, quite endearing to me is the fact that I think Karen mentioned this a bit earlier that we eat around the clock. Oh, yes. You know, we have Mama twenty four hours, right? I mean that. I mean prior to MCO, and mm. I think that's that's really cute. Mm. And another endearing thing is the fact that you get all the races sitting around. You know, uh, a cup of teh tarik. You know, everybody's having different accents, and everybody's you know, I don't know what they're talking about. But there's a you know, it's it's so nice to see. Mm. I think, and for me that warms the cockles of my heart every time you know every time I pass a mamat shop and I see you know the different races sitting together that's just beautiful to see and um, I hope that's something that we can see after the pandemic has abated absolutely 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 what about okay I have something and I probably am asking this question just to you know assuage my guilt what's the most embarrassing confession that you might have in relation to this topic are you embarrassed about something 
In what sense? You go first, Intan. You yeah, ask you the question. Yeah, you go first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we need <laughs> oh, to hear more about yes. this. Okay, okay. My confession, and I, I mean, I'm not proud of it, but since I created the question, I think, yeah, all right, I'll go first. The fact that uh, to this day, I still don't know all the words to Nagaraku. I mean, please, no brickbats after this. Do not, <laughs> do not abandon Sunday vibes after this, okay? Because I am working on it. You see, because I have an excuse, I feel. Because, you know, being brought up in England, I think the first song I learned was God Save the Queen. So I have, I, I can sing God Save the Queen. Okay, so I'm not going to do it here because it's a Bodeka episode. But uh, yeah, to this day, I'm deeply, deeply embarrassed that I don't know the words to Nagaraku. Having said that, whenever I hear, you know, Nagaraku being sung or being played, you know, especially during sporting uh, events when Malaysia gets onto the podium, I can tell you I feel just as much as my fellow Malaysians. I don't have to know the words, right? But it's that feel that's there. So that's my most embarrassing confession. Does anybody else have anything? Ah, okay. All right, all right. I'll I'll offer something. Um, so I probably would say the most embarrassing thing for me is being a Malaysian Chinese is not knowing my um, ethnic um, tongue, which is Chinese. So you can't speak Cantonese. Yeah, so saying? I'm one of those bananas. I'm a real typical banana because I'm obviously um, English educated. Um, and I know there are many bananas out there too. Um, and, uh, you know, the fact that I struggle every time if I need to talk to a mechanic you know or to a contractor and they they tend to be more comfortable in Chinese oh my goodness I really I sound really really terrible like you know you know like oh my gosh I won't even try you know it's really a struggle for me to say to speak any sort of Cantonese or Mandarin and I can order food is fine you know and after having spent like two decades now in, in Malaysia I still struggle so for me it's, it's embarrassing for me um, but I, I blame my parents you know for not teaching me and speaking to me more. <laughs> yeah, blame the parents. Yeah, blame the parents because I really Absolutely. think that, you know, for those who do have kids, I mean, some people think, well, you know, it's okay, English is fine or whatever, you know, but I do, looking back, I do wish that, you know, we are a country of multiracial um, uh, people and I think, you know, in the long term, it is such a waste that we don't speak more than one or two languages, especially at least your ethnic um, tongue, tongue, you know. Mm. So, um, and although I'm trying to address that by maybe, you know, learning a bit of Mandarin here and there because it is useful. Mm. But I think at my age, it's a little bit harder, but not impossible. So I would encourage anyone out there to please teach your you know, the younger generation to speak another language. Preferably you know, the langu language of your country. Yes, exactly. yes, exactly. At least Malay or another vernacular language. Or I'd, something. I'd love to yeah. learn Cantonese actually, uh, because mm. I have a lot of Chinese friends. And okay, I mean Karen's one who doesn't know how to speak Cantonese, <laughs> but you know, but but I do have friends who are Cantonese, and um, so I've, I mean, sorry, who friends who speak Cantonese. But uh, yeah, I would love to be able to learn another language. I mean, I speak French and German, but that's not very useful here, you know. Yeah. So I think a, a local lingo would be the way to go what about you Al because you look suspiciously like someone who doesn't know her oh, language <laughs> she knows Tamil she just mentioned what no, she no, can no, she does not. that's the thing so I am exactly like Karen oh, okay no. so I can't speak Tamil to save my life you know and and, and the only thing I can wing is probably going to an uh, you know a mama shop or even a, you know a banana leaf shop and ordering things I can but then when it comes to paying and they tell me the amount that I need to pay in Tamil that's when I get caught out because Ooh. I'll be like 
Okay. <laughs> also, numbers, you don't know numbers in yeah, Tamil. Yeah, yeah. I mean, ordering is, you know, it, it's it's easy. I mean, I think most Malaysians, they know how to order. Like, you know, order roti chanai. You know, they, you, right. know you get by with that, you know. Yeah. But when you actually, you know, when they actually start to speak to you really fast. And then you're that, like, what? <laughs> that's when it suddenly dawns on me that, you know. I maybe I should have taken it up la. but you know it's it's absolutely true that's something I I kind of um am a little bit embarrassed about you know because uh people actually come to me and you know because I'm Indian so they think that so I can assume. speak so they, they just assume. break into Tamil or right. you know and then I'll be like looking blank and you have this horrified expression on your face correct. like what and I'm like you. say what yeah Karen I, you feels know, you I thought, I yeah I learned the basics now now I know how to say yes yeah or you know uh, or something you know so the like money is very important Al at least the money thing get that out of the way <laughs> and I food. Food. food food yeah food, food I can mm-hmm. I mean I, I kind of wing it but you know I can get by but just not the paying part because then I get caught out and I'll have to sheepishly say like uh, berapa ya you know uh, just give him a 50 ringgit and note and then that's he, it. he looks you know his eyes will be rolling and right. then he'll be like mm, okay then he'll tell me in either Bahasa or English right. and I'll be like so shame faced you know walking out there but another thing that I'm pretty embarrassed about and I you know I think Malaysian we, we are so obsessed about food and and I think the ones that I know the people that I know can cook Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think somehow Malaysians cooking food, I think they're quite synonymous, you know. But I can't even fry an egg. Oh God, I, I, I'm not sure I'm even, I should be saying this on air, but don't hold it against me. I mean, wait a minute, I can fry an egg without burning down the kitchen. But yeah, so, you know, it, these are the little things, these little things that I'm totally embarrassed about but mm-hmm. I'm not sure whether the, it has anything to do about being Malaysian but I would think that most Malaysians can cook well I think most Malaysians can cook something at least boil rice that's the yeah. best basic boil rice boil water rice. make instant noodles I'm not sure I used to be able to because it's that finger thing you know you put right, in and right, then the water right. reaches <laughs> a certain part of your finger so that, that that I've been taught but I have not practiced it practiced it for a long do time do we still measure rice that way I do that oh you still do because I don't have is a rice cooker it's a Malaysian thing oh, I think yeah. I think ah, it's a Malaysian thing you know you, you measure go. rice I was with your finger that. yes yeah. yes yeah. right and um, yeah oh I'm so proud at it least works. I know something yeah, about, yeah, yeah. You know, I think that's completely and you know the fact that we take our shoes off before entering the house yes all Malaysians do yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We I all do all that. all Malaysians do that. Oh, that's nice. That's nice. I don't have an issue with Bahasa, even though I didn't go to school here for very long. Um, because my parents, we were living in London, my parents would speak to us in English and Bahasa. So it was something I picked up. But when I, I remember when I returned to Malaysia, and of course I, I actually joined TV3, a very Malaysian uh, TV station or Malay TV station, I should say. Um, I did have issues. However, I did understand. And I only picked up Bahasa gradually over the years. So I have to say that my conversational Bahasa is pretty good. I can, oh, yes. I can swear in Bahasa. <laughs> oh, yes. Don't you think that Malaysians can swear in all all, all the languages? Most of the languages oh, at I least? I haven't learned. You I see? I haven't learned. I haven't learned. Even oh, the, Chinese, man. Actually, the Chinese ones, of course, the I first keep, thing to I learn. I keep broadcasting all my bad points. Yeah, I, I think now you're going to be receiving brickbats after this. My mum is going to be so ashamed of me. No, the listeners will be green because they will be just like you as well. Yeah, so, yeah, no probably, worries. Probably you're right. company. Listen, I swear in three languages. It's very Malaysian. Yes. Okay, I mean, Indeed. Teach right. us later. La. Teach us again. Yeah, you can yeah. teach us later. But yes, for yes. now, how about you tell me, what's your favourite part of Malaysia? Now, if you had to take a tourist around, and just, just one place, 
where would you take the tourists to that best, um, you know, defines what you love most about Malaysia? I think I would take them to Belum Tamango. Ah, the forest. You know, the forest. Um, because I think one of the best parts of Malaysia, and I hope it will still remain the best part of Malaysia, is our natural heritage. You know, the very fact that, you know, we can go and, and see this, uh, you know, 130 a million year old forest, you know, pristine and it's so beautiful. And, you know, we go on the lake, we look at birds and we have all 10 hornbills in Balumtamungo, you know, uh, you know, these kind of information. I don't know why I, I still retain it's, it's those. It's interesting trivia. It's, it's interesting, interesting trivia. And I think that, you know, um, our biodiversity is amazing. You know, yeah. I, I I can't I can't exactly uh, limit it to Belum. I think basically all natural heritage spots. Mm. Mm. Um, you know, we have our Fraser's Hill, our Bel- I mean, e- everywhere. I presume that I can see birds because I love birds and I love bird watching. So yeah, I would take them there. Right. You know. Right. What about yeah. you, Karen? Where would you take a tourist to? Um, so I've taken quite a few tourists in my time, right. um, and they tend to be centered in the Klang Valley of course right. so as much as I'd like to take people to other parts of uh, Malaysia which and I totally agree with Elle you know I think our natural heritage is something that we should definitely um, you know expose more foreigners to but being practical and most tourists tend to be centered in KL and they don't have very long so one of the um, places that I like to take people is um, the KL Bird Park okay oh, yeah. for more birds yeah Absolutely. I know because I mean people I don't think I don't think they come all the way halfway around the world just to see a shiny mall yeah um, you know they can get in any country but the KL Bird Park is one of my favorites amongst many other places um, because you know people might be surprised to see that in the middle of um of a busy, you know, um, city. modern city. Yeah. There's this beautiful green lung where we've got, I think it's still the world's largest covered aviary, aviary in the world, yes. if I'm not mistaken. Yes, I think. And um, it's just a beautiful, nice, relaxing walk to see free-flying birds and peacocks just, you know, next to you. And it's relaxing and it's a nice change from, you know, the the shops and the, you know, the cafes. The and usual stuff. The usual promote. stuff. Yeah. And yeah. also the Hornbill restaurant that's there. Oh, yes, you can see Hornbills too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. God, I'm Lovely. so embarrassed. I I think the last time I went there was probably when I was, what, 16, 17? Yeah. I went there last year and they have added a fish spa now to, oh, um, yeah, wow. you can actually put your feet in the fish spa. So they've added stuff there. Nice. So that's definitely something I recommend, along with Chinatown because of the heritage. Right. Um, right. You know, the walks and all the little quaint cafes, you know. Hmm. Mm. What about you, Linton? Me, okay. Uh, unfortunately, I, I would prefer to get out of the capital city because mm. I, I don't really enjoy the bustle and the you know the skyscrapers and all that I love forests I mean you know Belum definitely I've been there um, but if you had to if I had to take somebody one place in Malaysia which I most love and I've always loved ever since I came back is Cameron Highlands oh uh, yes I love you know hill stations I love mountains I love the cool air and I guess it reminds me a lot of England uh, and, and you know I love scones and clotted cream, so that's not a surprise. But yeah, I do I do love the serenity, the tranquility, and the cool air of the Highlands. So I would take you know my friend or my tourist friend to Cameron Highlands. Oh, mm-hmm. lovely! That's yeah. beautiful. Tea. I love yeah the tea. Cup. That's right. Tea. That's very English. Tea, don't you think? Know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right, right. That's nice. That's nice. But Penang is also great, though. Oh, lovely! But yes. I wouldn't go for food like a lot of people would. Mm. But I love the heritage. 
you know, because I love colonial buildings. Mm, I love, too. you know, the leftovers that our mm. colonial masters left. So for me, for me, Penang is another place that I love to go to, not for the food, but for the built heritage. Mm, yes, absolutely. You, you were living in Penang for a while, weren't you? Yes, I was. And I think, you know, just walking around Georgetown, it's, I, I don't know, it's something about that, that place that really, you know, gives you that sense of history. Mm. And I absolutely loved Georgetown for some reason. Um, I also like uh, places like Ipoh, Taiping, you know, all those little... Oh, Taiping is absolutely beautiful. Mm. Towns right. Malacca as well. I, I mean, I love Malacca for the same reason, like Penang with the heritage, the right. food. Absolutely, yeah, yes. It's very walkable, you very know. Very compact. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And Fraser's Hill. I, I don't know oh, why. you have a thing for Fraser's. You I know what, I've Fraser's never Hill. been to Fraser's. Can you believe that? I it's can, you know, not not most Malaysians don't tend to really? go to Fra- they buy yeah. and go to Cameron's or they go ah. to Gunting or something. But I don't yeah. know about Fraser's because I feel like it's a step back in time. Mm. You know, when you when you go there, it's 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 a different feel. You know, it's it's like as though the rest of the world has progressed, but Fraser's Hill is like five steps behind in a good way. You know, for those right. uh, you know people who are listening in and who you know thinks we need to do something, no, don't. You know, it's it's absolutely tranquil and it's beautiful, and again, it's got lovely birds. Yes, <laughs> Belle and her birds. You know, you can just go on the road. You don't even have to you know climb a mountain or hang by a tree to see a bird. You know, you don't have to swing, take a vine and swing through like Tarzan it's just you know it's a road I might enjoy that I love that I'm not you mean what the swinging swing? like Tarzan oh I thought she enjoys Tarzan that's <laughs> a whole other topic yeah, yes, that's a whole there. other topic there. <laughs> <laughs> talking about a whole other topic um, since you know we're speaking about Malaysia's Independence Day just the word independence I'm just curious guys when would you say that you received your personal key to independence and 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 please, you know, this is not an X-rated show. We don't need to, you know, for you to disclose anything that should not be disclosed. Oh, man. Eleanor, you seem to be grinning smugly there. Do you want to start? I was hoping you would start in turn. <laughs> <laughs> I think my independence uh, um, came at the age of maybe 25. Because, wow, that's late. Yeah, I know, right? Because I've been such a, you know, spoiled little brat. But, um, you know, yes, self-confessed, spoiled little brat. Uh, my mom would agree with that. But I think when I left home um, and worked in Penang and living on my own for the first time and not very successfully, you know, actually the first few months because I had to call my mom and ask her, like, how do you wash clothes? <laughs> or, Are you kidding? How do you do this? How do you do that? And, you know, my mom would be like laughing over the other end of the phone and... You know, but I I think that that was my independence. Right, you at know, the age to of twenty five. Yes, to be able to do things on my own, to be able to you know li- actually literally live on my own and um, how to operate the washing machine. How to operate the washing machine. How to boil rice with a finger. How to boil rice with a finger. <laughs> how to cook an egg without setting the place on fire. You know things like that. Yeah. Wow. What about you, Karen? Actually. My, I would say 25 as Seriously? well. But I have to preface it by saying first that I think I've always had an independent streak since I was young. Right. Uh, I think my parents will definitely agree. Um, so I, I, Memang, I've always been independent anyway. Memang, I mean, Memang. That's very Malaysian of you, Karen. <laughs> yes, thank you. Just here. But the, the reason why I say 25 is because um, that was the age that I started living away from my parents for the first time. Because even during university, you know, in England, overseas, I lived with my mom the whole time. And even when I came back to Malaysia, I still, I came back to live with my dad for a year. But I only broke away from that 
when um, I was 25, that's when I decided to rent a room in Tamantun, just across the street from Sri Pantas. Mm. Um, and that was my first taste of real freedom where I had to pay the rent, you know, pay oh, utility yes. bills, buy furniture. So that to me felt like real official independence where I didn't, you know, have someone to cook for me, do my laundry, didn't have to, you know. Um, so yeah, paying bills, paying rent, buying furniture, to me that signaled real independence. Right. Um, so that would be the age of about 25. Wow. Mm. What about you, Ita? Yeah. Gosh. Now I feel like a child. I, I think I would, I felt independent at the age of 16 to 17, I would think. How? Simply because I was already working part-time. So I was holding my own money. And I was also traveling around Europe at that age. So I felt very independent. And although my parents, you know, were still like sniffing hounds, um, I felt that I had uh, a lot of freedom by virtue of being able to make my own decisions, by being able to travel by myself, you know, around the world, and by working, I guess, holding money, you know, and having money in my pocket without having to to rely on my parents, I think I felt independent. Um, I think by 25, it's kind of late for me. I think I was probably doing everything and anything, which I do not care to mention here. Um, But yeah, so I think it would have been in my 16, 17. (laughs) Please don't look at me like that. (laughs) I mean, you're right. I mean, I think earning money is probably one of the first signs that someone feels independent. I felt so grown up that I could buy something with my own money without having to ask for pocket money, you know, for my parents. Yeah, I think Asian parents, uh, as compared to Western parents, I think they they tend to hold on to their children for mm, as long for as we long. live. Yeah. I mm. think you know there's there's that hold which which you don't find it in any part of the world because I think others they they're waiting for you to fly yeah, to, the nest. Yes. You know, get out the house. Yeah, get out <laughs> and your own money. <laughs> exactly, yeah. and um, I think that's also another thing about being Asian. You know, we 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 hold on close to our roots. Mm. Um, no matter where we go, um, there's still that very strong hold to, you know, it's like, you know, if you don't, it's like kacang lupakan kulit and all those things, you know. Mm. So, you see, we, we've got all those sayings too. Right. <laughs> so, now that we've established that we are an appreciation society for Malaysia, Woo-hoo! do you guys have any last words to say? Now, I mean, Malaysia's, Malaysia will be celebrating its 64th Independence Day. Um, so, Elle, do you have anything to say? Um, I think we should be grateful. I mean, I know that there's a lot to complain about. There's a lot to be angry about. And, you know, and, and, and yeah, you're absolutely justified to be angry and to, you know, to be afraid for this nation. But at the same time, I think um, we do love Malaysia mm-hmm. and we love this nation. And, um, you know, we are in our 60s. You know, we're still young, you know. Oh, I thought you said we are in our I 60s. Know. I'm no, saying okay. it no, collectively, no, collectively as a nation. We, la, you yeah, know? thanks. Oh, I mean, can cute. we just establish that Yes, first? yes. We yeah. are all not in our 60s, yeah, FYI. Yeah, in but, case, you know, you know, there's Brad Pitt out there listening. So, Al, please don't yes, spoil yes. my chances. <laughs> you know, Lingdan, I'm not in my 60s. <laughs> just saying. But Take you know, off your shirt. Take off your shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Will this be edited out? <laughs> calm down, girls. Anyways. Calm down. <laughs> Again, yes, love Malaysia, you know. Uh, you know, there used to be this song last time, you know, to know Malaysia is to love Malaysia. Really? Oh, that? My, I don't oh know God, that. I feel so no. old. Okay, How when, is it that I remember this song? When was this? Maybe this in this the is like those uh, Visit Malaysia kind of ditty, you know, you have to know Malaysia. Oh God, I'm not going to sing this. Okay, okay. It's to love Malaysia, people smiling <laughs> everywhere. Oh my God. 
Oh, she's so patriotic. I can't I imagine. It. I can't imagine. I still remember that. And yeah, you know, and all those um, songs, you know, like Satya. Okay, and sing it. The Minakara. I'm not gonna sing this. Come on. But guys, wherever you are, you know, um, just just know that you know we are so proud to be Malaysians. You know, we love Malaysia for all its uh, quirks and um, you know failures and things that you know we we don't really want to see but at the end of it all you know we we love we love Malaysia you know our blood is running through the veins of this land That's so right. yes well said love well it. said love it Karen no I totally agree I think we all agree with Al said and I think that despite all the complaints and gripes and grouses that we have these days especially under lockdown you know no country is perfect and I think if we yeah. had a choice to live in any country we would still always choose Malaysia no matter what so amongst so when we have those days when we feel like complaining about this and complaining about that I think we have to to bear in mind you know have a bit of a perspective and keep focused on the good things about Malaysia which is our humanity our compassion the fact that you know in times of of stress and and, you know difficulty we somehow band together you know and to focus on those positives because it gets very easy to focus on the negative very true so um, just just, yeah just have perspective guys and uh, stay strong and make sure that you know your family and your friends your neighbours they are there for you you know so just keep that keep the focus on the positives yeah Right, right. Wow, how do I follow that then? Well, like what Karen said, you know, um, because I straddle two worlds. So I would call England home and I called, you know, Kuala Lumpur home. But if you ask me, and a lot of people have asked me actually, where would I like to have my grave? So I have to say it's Malaysia, you know, no matter, no matter where you are in the world. Home is where the heart is. And for me, home is Malaysia. And, you know, we've had a very, very challenging um, period, you know, even though we've come so far, but uh, the pandemic hasn't helped. Our political situation hasn't helped. But I think it's also brought things out for us to celebrate. For example, the best of the Malaysian spirit coming to the fore. You know, we show what kind of people we are. You know, whenever challenges arise, whenever, you know, things like this happen, you know, it's, it's grey out there, it's gloomy out there. But I think as Malaysians, we still have things that we can actually be proud of and we want to celebrate. So, you know, with Malaysia celebrating its 64th Medica, I think, you know, let's not, let's not focus on the bad stuff that's, you know, that's shrouding us right now. Um, I think there's a lot to be grateful for, to feel blessed. And, absolutely, uh, absolutely. Yeah. And I feel like breaking out into song again. You know, please, guys, come on. You listen to this. You know, to know Malaysia is to love Malaysia. I promise you, know, you I will learn Negara everywhere. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I can't get that tune right. out of my head now. Right. And on that note, I think there's not much left to say except that thank you, guys. You know, for the sharing. Uh, it's been most insightful and. Uh, now I'm feeling all passionate about Malaysia. I know, Malaysia. we should stand up to and sing Nagarakul. I think we should have the show end with Nagarakul. Yeah, yeah absolutely. It's a great idea. So, yeah. Right, yeah. right. Yes, with Intan singing in the background. Uh, oh, yeah, in the background. In the background. Humming, I can hum. I can hum. And I'll be the background dancer. Yeah, I'll just dance and do a bit of a, yeah, you know, that, that's something, at the back. That's something worth getting us on TV for, I don't you think, think so? Oh, yes, absolutely. Yeah. I, think, you know, I think you guys should see us on TV. <laughs> right, yeah. right. Thank you so much Thank for you. listening. Thank you for having me, girls. Yeah. It's been great fun. Oh, Thank yeah, you, Karen, really. for joining us. Uh, My it's pleasure. been really interesting. And to all our listeners... 
thank you for joining in and uh, please don't forget to get your copy of Sunday Vibes every Sunday in the new Sunday Times because really uh, we write as well as we speak we've got great stories for you come on guys pick up that newspaper you know it's a good habit <laughs> the actual newspaper in hand nothing beats it but you know you can always go online www.nst.com.my oh I did it yes that's, that's a mouthful thank you everyone and Selamat Hari Merdeka Malaysia Happy National Day Malaysia Selamat Hari Merdeka bye bye